Hello, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining in on another episode of the Access Potential Podcast. We're up to number 95 now, and uh, it's really cool to have you here with me. So in this episode, we're going to explore the concept of the weekly meeting, the all-powerful weekly meeting. And whether you're solo, you're doing your own thing, or if you're in a team, this is kind of a, a bit of a line in the sand. You know, I've been lucky to work with so many amazing small business owners the last couple of years. And effectively, there's, you know, there's a lot of, lot of different variables, of course, but there's really, you know, two groups in this. And basically, there's a group that's got great communication, right? Whether it's with themselves, with their partner, with their business partner, with their staff, with their community. And then there's a group who uh, may have okay communication, but don't necessarily see or haven't necessarily seen communication as the superpower that it can be. And in this group, we often see a real patchy weekly meeting. And in the first group, of course, we see a a really strong upholding of this weekly meeting. It's basically a non-negotiable. So I'm going to talk about this weekly meeting a little bit. I'm going to sort of put my uh, head on the chopping board and and, uh, give you guys a little bit of an outline of a sample weekly meeting. And of course, there's lots of different ones. I'm going to give you something that I feel works well. It's it's a format that I use uh, and have used, and it's quite effective and quite succinct as well and easy to repeat. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. I think you'll get a lot of value out of this. Even if you're solo, this is a great way to set up a weekly uh, way to check in with yourself and create that, you know, communication inside the home, so to speak. So thanks again for listening. This is John Marshall on the Access Potential Podcast. All right, so let's kick this off talking a little bit about the why People like to start with why. So let's start with why on this weekly meeting. So effectively, what we're looking at here is communication. So the the power of both communion and communication to a small business is uh, cannot be understated. It's it's ridiculous. It is basically everything. So if you think about business, you know we have this this idea of a change that we want to create with a particular group of people. And in a way, this can create like a, a bit of a vision, you know, where we want to go. And when we have more than one person, which we do because business is always uh, relational, uh, we have a we vision, you know. So even if it's just you and you're a trainer or a coach, you know, it's most likely that you're not living in isolation. So how does your vision, how does your business impact the people around you, your partner, your friend, your family, your mother, whoever it is? And what does this vision look like? And as soon as we have a we vision, then communication becomes critical because this vision is effectively, you know, a pillar or a part of both people's lives or multiple people's lives. And, you know, ideally it's aligned with the transformation that each of these people want to make in their own lives as well. And so this concept of communion and communication or, or communion being the base level, meaning we breathe together, we stand together shoulder to shoulder, uh, is really, really powerful and critical for the business to move forward. If you think about it, 
if we don't have communion, and you will have felt this before, uh, it's a situation where you're not shoulder to shoulder, you're not breathing together, so to speak, and there's a gap, there's an energetic gap between two people. Uh, even if communication is on point, it gets really hard to have any forward motion. You know, and uh, and and the Quakers actually were really big on this. They used to, when they had their, their meetings for business, they would stop for, I think it was 10 minutes or 30 minutes prior to the meeting kickoff and, and have silence, have meditation. And this this calming of the energy, this grounding would allow people to move into communion before they would then start to communicate on the matters of the business. So the why of the weekly meeting, yes, it's around looking at the week ahead, of course, uh, looking at what needs to be done. But those those things are really the content, you know. Uh, the the biggest part is the communion and then the communication to to maintain communion and um, maintain strong communication. So that's that's kind of the essence behind it. And when you understand that, it basically means that the door is open in terms of what this meeting looks like. So it could look different, right? Because as long as we're able to move into that space and move into communion, uh, it can be a good weekly meeting, you know. Now, the, the weekly part of it, what's the why there? Why the weekly? You know, a lot of people will say we do a monthly meeting or we catch up every couple of weeks or we see each other all the time so we don't need this weekly thing. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that based off of what I've seen and what I've experienced in the everyday sort of flow of events, if you're not setting aside the time to come together and create the space or come together in communion and communication, it's not going to happen. And I, I don't really, it doesn't really matter what people say. Uh, if, if it does work without the weekly meeting, then that's the exception, not the rule based off of what I've seen. So, you know, it's all well and good to say that we catch up once in a while or monthly or whatever. And if that does work and you're seeing great results, cool. Uh, but more often than not, that's a narrative that supports uh, actually a little bit of a gap in, in relationship or a little bit of a lack of communion. And what we do is instead of doing the hard work to create the weekly meeting, we, we support that gap with a narrative and we say, oh, no, we don't need to do it because we're all good friends or we're all across, you know, the vision, whatever it might be. Um, because coming in and closing that gap and moving back into communion actually requires a lot of work. It's a vulnerable thing to do. It's a difficult uh, situation or a difficult conversation. So that's why the meeting and that's why weekly, we do it weekly because although we're circadian beings, you know, we operate basically on a daily cycle. The businesses run on a weekly cycle. We have the weekly, the Monday to Friday or whatever you operate. Uh, and we're well conditioned to look at the week ahead. And so it makes sense, you know, a daily, daily check-in could be cool. Uh, but this one, we're going to go a little bit deeper and I'm going to talk about a bit of a framework that you can use on this weekly cycle. So <clears throat> weekly meeting, who's in there? You know, who's it for? What's it for? We talked a little bit about the why. 
Uh, we talked about communion. This means that uh, the who is is everyone who's relevant at that level. So basically, I would think about, you know, if you're a soul, uh, if you're a coach or a PT or a trainer or a physio and you're by yourself, could very well be that it's just you, you know, or just you and maybe you do it on a Sunday and you do it with your partner as well. And you'll see as we move through it, a lot of the questions, um, you know, you could share the answers or share what you come up with, even though you're not actually in business together, but just share that space and have that time to come back together. Uh, otherwise, it could be by yourself or most likely it's going to be you and your co-owner and or you and your staff. And I would say that, you know, we'll go into on another episode, sort of the weekly community check-in, which will be something different, you and your colleagues, or sorry, you and your uh, members or your clients, but you and your staff or you and your co-founder or co-creator, you, you, that's sort of the level that we're talking about in this episode. So moving back into communion, you guys are top level, everything's going to trickle down. If you're out of communion, and I can tell you I've seen this happen too many times to even remember where, uh, and this is in my own experience, where there's been a lack of communion at the top level, thus poor communication, and the trickle down to the business is palatable, right? You can, you can cut that tension with a knife. So we want to make sure that that doesn't happen, and that's why we get all of the staff in on board. And if you're the owner or the founder, this is most likely going to be a paid uh, experience. So you, you're going to be paying for this time uh, for your staff to be there, but the dividends are going to make it well worth your while. Uh, a lot of people will find difficulty finding a time, that kind of thing. What I would say then is do your best. And then beyond that, you're going to have to check in with those other individuals who can't make it independently because this needs to happen and they need to be involved if they aren't involved, we risk running into what's called a lone wolf situation and nobody wins, okay? So who's it for? All the staff, the owners, co-founders, uh, anyone relevant, you'll know this. And what's it for? Moving into communion, communication, covering the week ahead, uh, you know, seeing if we can support each other, cultivating energy for the week ahead as well, moving the business forward. So let's have a look at the structure, you know, let's look at how we're going to create the change in this actual meeting. So what I'm doing now is I'm just opening up my diary. Uh, personally, I got three different diaries and I'll talk about this another time, but one of them's for meetings, uh, you know, daily, weekly notes, that kind of stuff, um, which kind of, you know, I use to outline what's coming up or what's happening. So I'm going to go back to a recent weekly meeting and uh this one was a couple of weeks ago just i happened to turn this over so i'm just going to go through the topics or the headings rather okay so this is this is typically done on a sunday afternoon or a monday morning first thing on a monday we all know that momentum really starts to get going, whether that's productive momentum or uh, or destructive momentum, as in distraction, usually kicks off pretty quick for a lot of people on on Monday. You know, so we want to hit this early to create intent and to come together, right? 
uh, a lot of people focus on on you know habits and and creating better lists and these sorts of things but quite often you know a powerful meeting where we move into communion with each other and sort of ground ourselves can be the most productive thing we can do because when we move from the space when we operate from this space we're far more effective all right so let's go through it you know we talked about the what's it for one of the things that this weekly meeting does is helps to generate energy yeah so it helps to generate energy on a macro level for the week ahead so we know that gratitude is an energy generator gratitude is an energy generator so you know people often will talk about this if you've done any uh you know meta or loving kindness meditations you'll have felt this but effectively um, being grateful or expressing gratitude or feeling into gratitude will generally um, be be giving it'll give energy it's quite powerful so we pivot the meeting kind of around this and we start the meeting with this so effectively uh, what we do is have a little header, write down the word gratitude. So at the top, weekly meeting, and then the date, then the first thing is gratitude. And we kick this off. And this is basically what we're grateful for last week, and maybe even the weekend, or coming into this meeting itself. And one thing here is we want to recognize not just things, you know, like I'm grateful for the sun or I'm grateful for my health or I'm grateful for, you know, the car that got me to work. Awesome. But also we want to recognize what are called assists. You know, if you think about basketball or a sport, an assist is like somebody setting you up, somebody giving you a leg up, somebody helping you out, somebody sort of, you know, giving you a bit of a a bit of a boost that allowed you to do great work or allowed you to create change or allowed you to, um, you know, have a bit of a, uh, you know, maybe catch your breath with something or, or maybe they just allowed you to feel seen and heard, right? So in the gratitude one, we want to, you want to include the assists. So, uh, you know, I typically will leave three or four lines underneath each of these headings. And whilst we could go for pages on gratitude, um, I like to keep it fairly succinct and intentional and then try to recognize uh, at least one person with these assists that are more major for the previous week. And if they're present in the meeting, then we want to do this publicly and um, acknowledge them, right? So it's a, it's a really nice way to start with gratitude. The next header is what's called updates. And this is, you know, going to be individual. Each person in the room is going to have a different little update. And what I like to do is, you know, just to give a little snapshot on what's coming up. So right now, for me, updates in June, are we're getting ready for the mid-year APA event. Uh, we've just kicked off a new module in the group. Um, got some new ideas for content and going to roll these out this week. Uh, and then even thinking about setting up for the next uh, open workshop post all of this COVID stuff, which will be early July as well. So a little bit of an update. It kind of gets people up to speed with what's happening. 
again, you know, relevance. So if we're in a work setting, most of your updates are going to be work related. Although, you know, it's nice to share personal updates as well once in a while that particularly, you know, when they're exciting or uh, irrelevant or, you know, definitely impacting how you feel or, or how you're showing up. So that's number two is updates. General rule of thumb, I kind of stick to about three. So three for gratitude, three for updates, right? You can go more, but in terms of the shares, what this does is it keeps the meaning succinct and allows us to move forward. Okay, next one is um, is wins. And this is another little one from that, that got another header. So this is wins or successes. And this goes, uh, this is looking back. So we look back over last week, what were some wins? What, what's, what's working for us well right now as we sit down here together? Okay, and again, just space for three, three little things you, you're winning on, three things that are working. Uh, and of course, these might be linked to what's coming up in those updates, but really just three things that you're, you're kind of crushing it on. Uh, and then we have goals, okay? Goals for the week ahead. Now, here's where in, in this meeting, we want to typically keep these goals to your workplace, right? So it's like, what are the project goals that you're focusing on? Um, now, for me, I also like to write down some goals that I'm working on, not just project-wise, but personally. So this could be relationship-based. This could be things I'm working on uh, in my personal life. And then also what are called patterns. So the three Ps, projects, uh, personal, and patterns, this is a concept that was introduced to me by uh, a guy named Michael Bungay Stanier who wrote a couple of really cool books. One's called The Coaching Habit uh, and one's called The Advice Trap. And I recommend his work, but it was in a, in a prompt that I got from him once, which I really loved. So just to recap that on the goals in the meeting, typically you're sharing, you know, your project goals or the work goals that are happening for you this week. Again, uh, I like to leave three lines under each one. And these are sort of your bigger goals for the week. You might have one, you might have five, you might have three. Uh, it's going to be a case of finding what works for you. And then also I do make a list of my personal goals, which could be relationship-based or it could be um, something happening in your personal life. And then patterns, which are kind of like, you know, the things that you're working on in your own ways of being and habits. So a little bit different from personal, personal Personal goals might be a bit more relational or things that are, you know, you interacting with others and then patterns are your ways of being, you know, productivity. It could be um, some kind of new food or diet you're working on, something like that. Uh, so we've just done goals and then we just see where we need to uh, support or challenge. So effectively what we would do is share we share these as we go through. Uh, and then when we look at the goals ahead, which of course is kind of like the key part, considering this is the weekly meeting for the week of or the week ahead, 
uh, how can I support you? Is there anything that you need from me on that goal? I heard you mentioned you have a project that's you know due for this client on Friday. Is there anything that I can help you with on this? You know, uh, is there anything that you know I can I can offer you or a way that I can assist you with this work? Uh, you might hear somebody talk about something that you've had some experience in, and you might have a contact relevant. This is the time, you know. Oh, I I heard you, you know, are working on putting this book together. Um, I've got a great friend who's doing a lot of illustration for books. I, you know, I'd love to get you guys in touch if that would be of service. It's your opportunity to uh, step into that little bit of a, a leadership role and see if there's a place for you to assist or help out using your initiative and what you're hearing from others. And so this is important because it's the driver for you to be paying attention in the weekly meeting to the others, right? So if we leave this bit out, how can I support, how can I help challenge you or push you? Uh, if we leave this out, it's really just a, a weekly meeting where people sit there and say what they're up to. This is the bit that calls us out. It calls on us to be a listener, to be curious, and then to push the others more. So how can I support? And then effectively, if they have everything they need and the time frame for this goal is really feasible, then it's, you know, and this is a, 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 an optional section is how can I challenge, you know, well, what does better look like or um, you know, is there is there something I can do to uh, help you or to assist you to make this work better, right? So, for example, if I set a goal that I wanted to do one blog post by Friday and it was clear the people in the room who knew me, it was clear that this was below my potential, they might say, you know, well, do you have everything you need for this? Is there anything I can do to help you on this? And I say, no, I think I've got it covered. They might come back and say, okay, cool. You know, is there any way that we can challenge you on this? I think you might be capable of doing uh, a little more. I saw that you did three blog posts last week. Um, do we need to, you know, do we need to push you on this from a place of love, right? And so together, because we're clear on the we vision and we've come together in communion and we're all here in this together, shoulder to shoulder, we have this little opportunity to push each other. And the thing here is that this requires attention because it's not always going to be pushing in the sense of the word that we're used to kind of in our culture. Sometimes it could be uh, permission or push, pushing in a way or giving permission to rest or to downgrade the goal or to relax the goal a little bit if we're sensing that the person does need more support, does need more time, does need more space, right? So, you know, as we record this one, we're, uh, we're in middle of June and, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stress, a lot of uh, tension in the culture. There's been a lot going on. And, you know, everyone basically has been locked up by themselves, more or less, you know, due to coronavirus, uh, you know, isolated in some way, shape or form. And so the push here might be, might be to challenge them on some self-love, might be to challenge them on some uh, ways of relaxing or to to actually help to uh, delegate help them to delegate some of their work to others in the room and that's 
pretty much it. That's it, short and sweet. We get everyone together. We talk through what we're grateful for, some updates, some wins, some goals going forward. Uh, with the goals, we can separate them into three Ps, uh, projects, personal, and patterns. And then, of course, we have, you know, you can set up a to-do list as well, your personal to-do list and your daily to-do list. And these are, this is another topic altogether uh, and doesn't need to necessarily be included, you know, in the weekly meeting. The weekly meeting is to move people back into communion, to create a space for communion, to create a space for communication. And then on the top of these two, create a space to share content, look at what's happening for the week ahead, generate energy and basically to drive, you know, a great culture more than anything. Uh, we can do things, you know, on, on apps like Trello and Google Docs and update all of these as far as the content goes and productivity goes and lists go. The weekly meeting is more than that. It's happening at a human level and that's why we need regularity with it. It needs to be a non-negotiable because the more powerful we are together, the more powerful we are as a business, the more we're seen and heard as an individual, the more likely we are uh, to move powerfully together. So it all feeds off of itself. And uh, this this space face-to-face, -face, or it can be on a Zoom call, is kind of a an essential platform to get that going. So that's it for today. Just want to keep this one short. If you don't have a weekly meeting, we went through a nice little framework there, a great way to start it. Uh, and I, I definitely recommend putting one in, you know, it could be a Sunday afternoon, it could be Monday morning, it could be uh, Monday, I wouldn't put it any later than, you know, Monday afternoon if you're doing it for the week ahead. Uh, if it can't fit in your schedule now, you know, the next question is, okay, cool, what does it look like to reframe the scheduling over the next couple of weeks to be able to fit it in? Uh, or do we do it on a Zoom call? What does it look like? Don't let an excuse stop you from, you know, doing this. Uh, so that's it. You know, if you if you don't have one and it's really working for you not having one, stay curious what might it look like for you to reintroduce a weekly meeting and how could it be powerful for you. And, uh, you know, of course, there's going to be the odd exception who just thrives off of not doing this. But Generally, from what I've seen over all of the cases and people and amazing humans I've worked with, it's definitely a pro. The meet, the, the weekly meeting is definitely a, a must as far as I can see in the health and wellness business and I would dare say in many others. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got any questions, hit me up, john at johntmarsh.com and I appreciate you listening. I'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>